Coach Frank Reed, really appreciate your time this afternoon. Uh, how you been doing, sir? Uh, doing good. You know, we've had some good weather, so it always makes it better. Still just trying to get some things straightened out with our team. But uh, other than that, you know, I'm in good shape, so uh, still plugging along. Good, man. I'll tell you what. Now, I saw yes, an inter- interview with you this past weekend. Your hat game is strong. Do you desire? I'm not kidding either, man, Joe. You ought to see this hat he was wearing. I think it was Saturday's game, or maybe even Sunday. And how, do you do you design your own uniforms and hats, or who? How do you do that? Uh, we, you know, we get some from the team. Obviously, we're you know mostly female, so they don't wear hats. But uh, you know, me and my other assistant coach, my assistant coach, Coach Kilgore, wear them. But yeah, I'm all about the hats. You know, you got to look right if you don't have a hat on. You know, one reason our kids wear visors. Because there's a reason why you have that on. It's not to look good. You know, if you go out there on the field, it's to shade in the sun and, you know, help with the lighting and, you know, in the stadium and that type of thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm not a flat bill guy either. I don't want it, I don't want it really curved. I don't want it too flat. Uh, I want it just just right, and that's I guess that's my that's my mark. I, I, I like a I like a man who knows uh, how to wear his hat. Yeah, well, he yeah. does. Yeah, because <laughs> it had... yeah, My daddy taught me that when I was little. <laughs> just way you wear a hat, son. No, I don't care. You don't wear it backwards. Uh, you know, I don't Uh-oh. do that. You'll never see me in a hat backwards. I might see Joe with a his hat backwards. Maybe Quake. I might see you every now and then, but uh, well, I don't. I don't believe this. It, it, put that bill on there for a reason, not to cover your neck. <laughs> Joe's wearing his hat backwards as we speak. <laughs> Perfect timing, Coach. But it's the one—it's one that's got the gray with it. You got the blue and the—you know—you got the blue and the gold normal mox colors, but it's got like a trip gray color to it. Yeah, yeah, it's actually white. It's probably just dirty, but uh, it's got a little front panel of white, and it's uh, got the C in there, and uh, the blue around the back. But it's—it's—it's you know, it's, uh, it's all about uh, having a good-looking hat. I think that. Heck yeah. You know, Take your game up a little bit. Sure. Now you guys uh, host Auburn tomorrow, but from what I understand, it's a, it's a single game and it's a, a four o'clock. But I, I believe the game's sold out, right? Uh, that's what they tell me. You know, uh, when you say sold out, that's sold out to COVID rules. Right. Right. Uh, you know, we have uh, we have a limit that we can put in the stadium based on the COVID policies, which uh, we totally understand that. But uh, yeah, those tickets have been gone for a while. You know, and uh, uh, you know they're really. Uh, cautious about how many we give out to our, for our to our players, so we will make sure everybody everybody that gets a ticket, we want them to use it. So, hopefully, we'll have a, a pretty nice crowd tomorrow night. It's unfortunate that you know if we if we weren't in COVID times, uh, we had Walburn in here before. I think we put in about twenty five hundred in the stands, and we could have done that to, you know again today or get this tomorrow. But uh, maybe maybe next year, year down the road, we'll get some we'll get other teams in here. We can fill it up. Hey, I guess at this point in time, we're just happy that we're playing sports uh, as opposed to last year at this time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just changed a lot. I mean, it's 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 been hard on everybody, you know. It's just like this last weekend, we played a team that in 2019 we run ruled, you know, and they've got every kid back on 20 that uh, that played started in 2019, uh, back in their squad, you know. So their fifth year kids with that COVID rule, you know, our kids, you know, one went to medical school, one had a counting job, one went a coaching job. So you know, we encouraged them to go out and do those things and not stay back because we felt like that was an opportunity they might maybe a one time shot. So. Those kids went and did that, so we only have one kid returned from that that era, and we're a really young softball team. So we're trying to we're trying to put it in the in the middle of the road. But you know, we played really really well. We just had uh, uh, we I told them it's like my old boxing days when I fought in the Golden Gloves. You know, you get fought for three rounds. You didn't win it in the second round, even though you might have been ahead or whatever. You know, you, if it's a split decision, that judge is going to make a decision include the third round, and we weren't able to close out in the third round. So uh, that's unfortunate. But you know, we've seen progress. So, this team's done over the you know since the start of time, so uh, uh, you know we feel we feel good about that. You know they're working hard, practicing hard, so uh, you know it's, 
you know, everybody puts a big uh, emphasis on wins, and wins are certainly important, but, you know, we see the small wins every day that the people in the stands and the people who are, you know, judging us from the stands don't see, you know, where the kid makes adjustments at the play after working with her in practice or, you know, she's worked hard to get to this point and, and then done good things and transitions that into a game. So, uh, uh, you know, we've seen progress with all of our kids and, you know, excited about that. And future looks good. We've got a great 21 class coming and, uh, you know, we, we were ahead of the game in recruiting. We get, we're bringing in nine and 21 in our small class in 22. I think we got three in that class. So we're set for the next few years. We're excited about our new talent coming in and mixed with these younger kids that got a lot of experience this year. Now, just for our listeners, uh, to reference you, you guys are nine and twenty-one, and that's I know that's you. Uh, you disappointed in that way it finished, but like you were mentioning, there's so many small uh, positives to take out of it. Like in that uh, uh, series that you, that UNC Greensboro beat this past weekend, you had a lead in all three games. Really late in the game, it lead yeah. three to one in the seventh, in game one, five to nothing in the fifth, in game two, uh, and five to two in the sixth, and then five four in the fifth. Just could not close the door. Is that is that pitching yeah. or just lack of timely hitting? Well, this particular weekend, you know, it, well we had some opportunities to put some more runs on the board, which uh, you know we've we worked a lot of, a lot of this last week with situational hitting and and trying to make that happen for us, and we did a good pretty good job of that. There was some other opportunities that we could have. Pushed it away. I think in that first game we had a chance to maybe run roll, but uh, we weren't able to you know, put the run the runs that we needed. But uh, uh, so I wouldn't say hitting. I think we had twelve hits the last game we got beat, but uh, um, a little bit of a little bit of everything. You know, uh, our pitchers our pitchers pitched well. You know, we were two outs away in the first game, uh, three outs away in the next two ball games. So you know, just them making adjustments. I'm not sure we were making bad pitches, but they were making adjustments, and you know they're. They're uh, seventh in the country in home runs. They got fifty-seven. They had fifty-seven home runs coming in. I think they hit five or six this weekend. So we knew that was going to be an issue, but they hit a lot less than what we planned on doing. And I know they were a fight every time they, you know, every time they came to the back to the plate. So we we gave them, uh, you know, a lot to to have to work for. It's just it's like I said, it's just those little things that uh, sometimes got to come together. And every now and then you got to get a break. Quake and Joe, you know that. Uh, and we've been the most unluckiest team. We had a shot down the third base line. The kid makes a catch, you know, on the other side of the bag on her knees and flips it back to the second baseman, which if that ball goes to, gets down the line, you know, we scored another two runs in the game. I'm sure that would have been enough to hopefully win. But, I mean, we can go back to all those situations. But, uh, uh, you know, I think I think I can count on one hand at times that, you know, a ball fell in. Uh, you know, we got one in the, in the in a spot where instead of just hitting it hard, we had one, one day hit so hard to knock the first – our kid hit so hard, knock the first baseman over, literally hit her in the chest, knocked her down. And she still she still gets up, and makes the play. So wow. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just little things like that. We got to get some breaks. If, if we took some breaks with everything that's happened to us so, so far, we you know we'd obviously have a, a much better winning record. But uh, uh, you know, at some point, you got to build for you know what's going to be down the road. Uh, you know, nobody guarantees us we're going to win it every year. You know, and we've been fortunate to have our share. So uh, we'll just figure, we'll figure it out. We're not giving up. You know, we still got two more weekends to go and. Uh, you know, we can we can we can control, still control our destiny. So we'll see how that goes. So you currently, and you go, you have a season, uh, uh, a weekend series with Mercer, correct? And then yes. you're currently standing fourth in the SoCon, and only four teams get to go because of the COVID. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, four teams go, and, and you know, you got you got Western sitting up on top, and I thought Western 
you know, on paper, it was about like us, a young team trying to get it together, and you know, and they got a lot of breaks, and they put it together and swept two two weekend series from two of the better teams in the in the, in the league, and um, you know, roughly so, they they're sitting up there near the top, and probably going to be one of those top four. I think they were picked to finish the league seven. So uh, you know, you never you never tell what's what's going to happen. Uh, you know, more kudos to the Western for what they were been able to put together. But you know, we run roll them here. Uh, and then they beat us by one, I think. Um, uh, we had a shortened series because of the rain. Uh, but, uh, you know, we never anticipate that. But, you know, we just got to take care of Chattanooga and our softball team and figure it out. It's still all about winning the tournament, though, right, to get the bid in the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you want to win the conference itself. But, uh, you know, if you're going to advance past the, past the regionals, I mean, past the, the conference tournament, you're going to have to – Are you, you're going to have to, to win that, you know. So uh, – it's really all about that. It's always been our goal to get out of there and get to a regional and hope that we can, you know, make some take the head of steam going in there. And I really feel like that with you know with the uh, we worked really really hard. Whether you know not taking anything away from our younger kids and, and kids as uh, seniors and kids are here now, they worked hard too as well. But you know it's uh, you know with with the ones we got coming and surround them with some kids that we've got. I think that you know. Uh, my, this might be the 21 class might be the best class that we brought in. And we brought some really good ones, as you well know. Uh, so uh, it's all well, all around, you know, we've got, we met all our needs, you know, outfielders in field, middle and middles, corners, catchers and pitchers. We met all our needs in this 21 class. And so, and, and put them with some kids that's already got some, some great experience. I think that's going to be good. Uh, but you know, we're not giving up on, uh, on what we're doing this year. We still got to, uh, we still got to put uh, two weekends together. And, and I think we can. Looking really good. We're just praying we don't get an, another rain uh, rain out on uh, in Greenville on Saturday. Uh, it looks it doesn't look really it doesn't look really good over there. But uh, we're we've moved our game time to six. Hopefully we can get that game in and play a doubleheader on Sunday, and hopefully get out of there with a sweep. Talking with mock softball coach Frank Reed. Yeah, and and refresh my memory, coach, because I'm sure I read this, but I just uh, forgot. I mean, did that the Oklahoma series did that get rescheduled to next year? Well, originally we had it. Uh, they were coming here. We both had matching bye weeks, uh, bye weekends off, and okay. so they reached out uh, and we reached back out to them, and they wanted to come here, which was obviously a great thing for us and, and for Chattanooga softball. Uh, we had it all set up for a series of uh, two games on Friday, one game on Saturday, and then they were they were out, and so uh, uh, everything rocked along really well until just right to the end, and uh, uh, they lost a series with Baylor. Uh, Baylor's in their conference, and their conference ruled that they had to make those games up. And so, uh, in virtue of having to do that, they had to drop the drop the series with us. We were mm. supposed to go there next year. They were here this year. Our contract called for us to go there next year. I think since all this has happened, I don't think we're I think we're in limbo now. I don't know that we're we'll necessarily be going there next year. But uh, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, and we sold that out as well. You know, two days of tickets and. That's what you I was know, about to say. All my friends came out of the woodwork. Everybody <laughs> I had talked to him forever wanted to come see Oklahoma play, you know. And, uh, you know, I forgot I had all that many friends. But, well, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because uh, people want to see the number one team in the country yeah. when they get a chance. And that's the I mean, that's the point I want to bring up is the financial hits that you guys are taking from that series, of course, with the people that have been, uh, you know, excited about coming down to see that with three games. Uh, of course, the Auburn being limited. And, you know, once again, the um, athletic departments across America just taking these financial hits regardless of the sport. It is. And, you know, fortunate for us, you know, we're, you know, we're one of the, especially in our conference, uh, you know, we're, we're still continuing to try to bring those type teams in there. We're one of the few programs that's to charge a gate. 
we feel like we've got a good product here, and you know, you know, people can come in and would pay, come in and pay to to see us play, and then you know, even pay a little bit more for a premium ticket to see you know uh, an SEC or a Power Five team come in, and you know, we'll continue to schedule those teams, and hopefully the next time we have one on the schedule, we'll have uh, we'll be able to do like we did a couple of years ago and pack it out with twenty five hundred people and trying to figure out where we're going to park them and how we're going to shuttle them into the stadium. Yeah, that's an awesome problem to have, isn't it? <laughs> it, no, it is. You. It really is. Hey, so we've seen the trans and last thing for me, but we've seen the transfer portal really affect football and basketball. How much has the transfer portal played for you guys with mock softball? Maybe other softball programs are different, but what what's your experience? Well, you know, I don't know that we've got anybody from the portal, you know, sometimes, but, uh, you know, and I don't think we've really had anybody go on the portal. But, uh, you know, if you go on the portal, you better be prepared because there's a lot of people, a lot of kids going on it. And you better be prepared, you know, that, uh, but a lot of those people that go on the portal already know where they're going. Uh, unfortunately, sure. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking they're not just jumping out there and seeing what's available. They already know what's available and somebody's, you know, behind the scenes has probably reached out and they know exactly, you know, and they go on the portal and in a few days they're jumping to, to, uh, you know, wherever they think they might go. But it's definitely, it's definitely not a, I don't think a good thing. I mean, and it's, you know, I, I come from an era where, you know, you commit to something, you stay with it and, right. you know, and you, you shake a man's hand, you do what you say you're going to do. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, that's not the way it is in this, this time, day and time, you know, they can, they get unhappy. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, in our conference, Sanford has the, uh, I'm not going to name names, but Sanford has the top, uh, Picture of the uh, picture in our conference voted picture of the year in preseason. Uh, just left their program just uh, in you know in the middle of the season just the other day. So she's going on the portal. I don't know where she's going to go. Wow! But I um, mean, you know, it's just what happens is you know I take a I bring in a good pitcher. I take her to Georgia and she pitches really really well. And uh, Georgia likes her. And the next thing you know, she's gone because she goes on the portal and, and you know she's gone to the next place. So it's really hard. And you know, and I think our men's basketball has experienced a little bit of some of that. But yes. uh, just trying to get your roster structured, right. uh, where you know you say, "I got this coming. I'm going to build for here. I don't need this point guard because I got one." And next time you walk in the office, next day you turn around. And I'm just I'm just using them for example. I don't know this sure. all this to be true, but uh, it could be the same thing with us. We walk in the next day, and you know, I picture we're counting on to to be back next year's in the portal, and uh, uh, it's it what it is. But wasn't there a, wasn't there a ball game where? Oklahoma State, uh, like a wide, not a wide receiver, but a defensive back. Didn't he quit in the middle of the game? I think uh, there was some crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, I don't know what we're. I'm not sure what we're teaching. I'm not. I'm really not sure what we're teaching. Uh, you know, uh, you know. I understand. Sometimes they feel like they've made a mistake, but uh, sometimes it's not all about that. It's maybe just feel like they got a better opportunity somewhere else. Yeah, it's and then you get into all hurt. the other things with you know paying players and. That kind of stuff. I mean, right. That's that's a talk for another day, I guess. I guess it is. <laughs> you got a lot on your plate, Frank. Appreciate your time this afternoon. Good luck versus Auburn in the in the upcoming weekend trip to Mercer. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out and uh, tell Joe to get that hat on. Like a, All right. like a true Mox fan. All right. I'm gonna get on him about it. <laughs> okay. I'm on we'll it. see you guys. Thank you, Frank. Thanks, you too. Sir. Frank Reed, Chattanooga Mox softball. Wow. I'm telling you that hat getting attacked by coaches now? Hattie's got is sweet. Is it? I need one of those. They probably don't make it big enough for my fat head. Yeah, you got a big head. I do have a big head.